This is Dr. Jonathan Hansen. I'm the president of World Ministries International, and you're tuned in to The Warning Program. We're in our college chapel. It's a live audience at World Ministries International. There is children. Now, I'm going to be basically reading from an article I just sent out. If you don't get my pastoral articles, worldministries.org, worldministries.org. You can sign up or you can telephone 360-629-5248. Now, this message isn't directed to anybody in this room. Uh, I always say that. Sometimes people think it is. But uh, we have a problem with this all over the world. Millions of people, in fact, billions of people, are, are coming under satanic deception. I'm going to be talking about tattoos in the pagan nations. Many Americans are starting to look like they live in India or other pagan nations where they have body piercings or tattoos to appease their gods. Many different religions, such as Hinduism, Muslim, different tribal religions, try to appease evil spirits in this fashion. Personally, I think these body mutilations make women look ugly. They have disfigured their bodies, which were created in the image of God, into something that degrades what God has already perfectly created. Some men have horrible figures all over their entire body, that makes them to appear like a snake or some other hideous creature. People wearing rings in their nose, tongue, or lips appear to be in bondage already where they recognize it or not. These rings make them look like the animals that men want to control. Only in this case, demons want to control these poor people. Instead of making disciples and influencing nations, the American church has become influenced by the very culture they were supposed to possess by watching videos, movies, television, participating in the dating game, or should I say the lust game. We are called to be separate, unique, holy people, as outlined in 1 Peter 2.9. But you are a chosen generation, a royal priesthood, a holy nation, a peculiar people, that you should show forth the praises of him who have called you out of darkness into his marvelous light. However, most people cannot tell the difference between a Christian and non-Christian because they live, dress, and behave as the rest of society who are not serving Jesus. Most believers living in America are so wrapped up with the cares and love of this world, they are worthless in changing and influencing the neighborhoods, cities, states where they live. They need to come back to their first love if they ever genuinely had it. Note, I believe that many children raised in Christian homes have the knowledge of God, but possibly not a relationship with Christ. Even Lucifer recognized the reality of God, but lives in rebellion from following and obeying the word of God. When an unbeliever accepts Christ, they intuitively realize that tattoos and body piercings are wrong. They are ashamed and even start to remove them. On the other hand, you have naive young adults who have been raised in Christian homes protected from sin due to the boundaries their parents set up for them. But when they leave the home, they experiment with sin until they have their own personal relationship with Christ, until they have their own precious, genuine faith. I believe we're living in the last days where Scripture says, a great falling away, 2 Thessalonians 2.3. The white horse in the book of Revelation is sweeping the world, and conquering its by religious deception. Christians today are so naive, gullible, and outright stupid that they engage in all manner of evil and immorality, 
even getting tattoos and body piercings as pagan nations have done in the past and still do today around the world to appease their gods, their demons, these spirits. Leviticus 19.28 warns you shall not make any cuttings in your flesh for the dead nor any prints or marks upon you. I am the Lord. Now, Dake's anointed reference Bible, page 140, explains Leviticus 19.28. Tattooing was practiced in various pagan religions from the earliest times, as well as markings with all kinds of paint and cuttings on the flesh. These were connected with superstition, and any disfiguration of the body was an outrage to God and an insult to him who designated the body originally. There are many scriptures warning believers not to follow practices of people in or from pagan religions or nations who cut themselves and mark themselves tattoos on their body in honoring of the dead or some spirit being a demon or God. In Hinduism today, people honoring their Hindu gods will stick objects into their bodies and walk on knives and coals of fire all in an attempt to appease the gods. They usually go into a trance as spirits enter them during the process. Many religions have markings, tattoos on their bodies, including many Muslim women. Note, ignorant and rebellious Americans will say, but it doesn't mean that to me. It's just a cultural thing now in America. Ladies and gentlemen, it doesn't matter to a demon whether you understand what you are doing or not. Just like it doesn't matter if you understand the laws of gravity. You will die either way if you jump off a five-story building. Deuteronomy 14.1 you are the children of the Lord, your God. You shall not cut yourselves nor make any boldness between your eyes for the dead. Now, 1 Kings 18, 28. And they cried aloud and cut themselves after the manner with knives and lancets. Note, the heathens cut themselves or marked themselves as a sign of honoring the dead or idolatrous worship. In Hinduism, you will see body piercings with rings stuck all over their bodies from their nose, mouth, belly button, eyelids, genitals, etc. Just like you do with the youth today, whether they know it or not, it is witchcraft and rebellion against God, and they open themselves to demonic forces. Jeremiah 16, 6, Both the great and the small shall die in this land. They shall not cut themselves. 1 Corinthians 3, 17, if anyone defiles the temple of God, God will destroy him. For the temple of God is holy, which temple are you? 1 Corinthians 3.16 Do you not know that you're the temple of God and the Spirit of God dwells in you? 1 Corinthians 6.19-20 Or do you not know that your body is a temple of the Holy Spirit, who is in you, whom you have from God, and you are not your own? For you were bought with a price, therefore glorify the God in your body and your spirit, which are God's. Another translation closes, therefore honor God with your body. The reality is tattoos do not glorify God. They are a sign of a generation in rebellion against God and usually against their parents. A generation that does not even realize the fire they are playing with in the air of demonic strongholds in the pagan religious origins of tattoos and body piercings. 1 Samuel 15, 23 for rebellion is as the sin of witchcraft, stubbornness is as iniquity and idolatry. Because you have rejected the word of the Lord, he has rejected you. When people choose to have tattoos or do body piercings out of the rebellion or vanity, it does not glorify God. All rebellion is an offense 
to God and like the sin of divination. When done out of vanity, it is idolatry. Both reasons bring a curse in God's judgment. Do not expect your prayers to be answered or for you to prosper or to be healed when you are in rebellion or idolatry. What does God say about the, those people involved in sin and rebellion? Romans 1, 29 through 32. Being filled with all unrighteousness and fornication, wickedness, covetousness, maliciousness, full of envy, murder, debate, deceit, malignity, whisperers, backbiters, haters of God, despiteful, proud, boasters, inventors of evil things, disobedient to their parents, without understanding, covenant breakers, without natural affection, implacable, unmerciful, who knowing the judgment of God that they which commit such things are worthy of death, not only do the same, but they have pleasure in them that do them. A rebellious person usually responds to absolute truth, quote, oh, that's your opinion, unquote. No, the word of God is God's opinion. We must comply with his will or we'll be judged with the nations that fight him. Some people try to say we are under grace, insinuating that sin doesn't matter anymore. We see sin and grace all through the entire Bible. Otherwise, King David would have been executed. All the heroes of the Bible lived under grace in the Old Testament, as there were also cities of refuge. Grace is simply time given before the Spirit leaves the body to judge yourself. When the Spirit leaves the body, grace is over, and one will be judged strictly by the Word of God. Jesus defeated the laws of sin and death, which was eternal separation from God. Now a person can live eternally, never separated from God, because of the victory on the cross by Jesus Christ. He took our place. We can have eternal life. If you already are tattooed or been involved with body piercing, repent and don't get another one. There's no condemnation. Just don't do it again. All have sinned and come short of the glory of God. Every single one of us. Some believers even get them removed. I'm not telling you to do that. I'm just saying don't continue in it. Break the curse so your prayers can be answered and you can prosper and be healed. Now let's study again this same subject by Bishop Tobias Nehemiah. It says the spirit behind tattoos. He used the text Leviticus 19.28. You shall not make any cuts on your body for the dead, nor make any tattoos on yourself. I am the Lord. The Bible warns us against tattoos, but this generation of preachers has accepted it as norm. It also warns us against the consequences of getting tattoos because it disfigures your body. Tattooing, according to the Word of God, is associated with witchcraft. 1 Kings 18.28 Now Deuteronomy 14.1, you are the sons of God. You shall not cut yourselves nor shave your forehead for the sake of the dead. When we tattoo our bodies, we are in a sense defiling our bodies. 1 Corinthians 6.19-20 it has been proven that introducing ink or other foreign material into your body affects your immune system and may expose you to harmful viruses. This can affect your bloodstream. Giving blood after recently getting tattooed can be dangerous. Some hospitals won't accept it. An unclean tattoo needle can carry a number of blood-borne viruses such as hepatitis B, hepatitis C, and even HIV. However, some health regulators have given permission for people to donate blood after a minimum requirement of three months, claiming that if you have contracted a bloodborne illness, the detectable antibodies will appear during this three-month period of time. 
Now, if medical doctors are concerned, why aren't you? Nevertheless, tattoos damage the skin, causing blood clots to form around the broken vessels. Consequently, what are the dangers of tattoos? One, the type of tattoo you have on your skin can attract demons to your life. You may be a magnet to evil that follows you and affects your life until you get depressed and delusional. Tattoos of the dead people like Bob Marley, Haley Selassie of Ethiopia, Rasputin, for example, <clears throat> attract the spirit that they had. You may find a person with these tattoos acting and behaving like these dead people. People with these kind of tattoos normally end up in jail, a mental institution, or dead. Two, a witch's tattoo is the type of tattoo that involves the use of black magic. The witches use these to invoke a spirit or cast a spell on someone. There are many other types of tattoos, but one thing is clear. Whatever type of tattoo you have, there is a possibility that you can pass their influence onto your children. As much as we love tattoos, we also need to be careful that we do not get tattoos because they will hurt you. If God had wanted to create man with marks on his body, he'd have done it, but he did not. So why get a tattoo? When I was doing a syndicated radio program with Shannon Davis on OmegaManRadio.com, Shannon said the following about tattoos. <coughs> Just as you mentioned, the Word of God says that our bodies are the temple of the Holy Spirit. Now this is Shannon Davis out of Bali, Indonesia. Why are you putting graffiti on the walls of your temples? That it's really what's happening when we get tattoos on our bodies. Also, some people are burning strange incense in these temples, such as cigarettes or weed. We're defiling the temple of the Holy Spirit, but God says those who do that, He will destroy. In addition, when a person is getting a tattoo, I believe that blood sacrifice is being done to a demon. We've had people on the Omega Man radio program that have been in the occult who have testified that they cut their skin. They saw a demon manifest and drink the blood. Did you hear that? Again, they testified at, that as they cut their skin, they saw demons manifesting and drink their blood. Another possibility is you're actually making a blood covenant with a tattoo artist unknowingly, and you're forming a soul tie through that blood sacrifice. If we trace the history of tattoos, they go right back to specific rituals to be possessed by demons, whose logo is that demon they will be putting on you. The dragon is Satan's called sign, if you have a dragon tattoo. There are people walking around with dragon tattoos, and these things bring curses. These things have occult power. The symbols have power in the spirit world. I think if you really boil it down, people have identity problems. There are some doing it, and they're in rebellion. Rebellion is as a sin of witchcraft. Others feel rejected. They're trying to belong. We need to find our identity in Jesus Christ, not in some tattoo, Amen. evil spirit, demon, false religion. This is mutilation of the body. The tattoos, the earrings. You know, if... You look at men who have earrings, the only place in the Bible I can find where men had earrings is when they became slaves, when they were pirates, when they were rebels, when they were thieves. We've seen tattoos in the arms and face. These are people that are tattooing. There are people, he said, that are tattooing their eyes with black ink. 
and you look at their eyes, they're as black as night. You can lose your vision that way. What would cause people to do this? Demonic spirits come in, and over time, they get more and more powerful. The person becomes infested. At the end, you can look at them and see the transformation that has occurred. People are literally being transformed into walking demons. I like that statement he said. I mean, we see people all the time, but you don't know they're walking with spirits in them. There's nowhere in the word of God where Jesus says he wants his name tattooed on us. You know, I've heard all sorts of nonsense by Christians. He says, you're not to make any cuttings on the flesh. That's forbidden. I, I believe it brings a curse. It brings demonic infestation, and people that have done it, they need to repent. Break that curse and go on with sin, or go on and sin no more. Once again, everybody has sinned. There's no shame. We need to quit sinning and move on. You could say this extends to sexual mutilation that is going on right now in schools. The tattoos, the piercings, the earrings. Now they're mutilating private parts, castrating children, castrating girls. Certain African nations were sexually mutilating the baby girls as they were born, cutting off their clitoris. And now it's being accepted in, as a commonplace in America to castrate boys and girls. We need Jesus Christ and his ministry of deliverance like never before. Once again, I'm reading from Shannon Davis, a program I did on syndicated radio. He's out of Bali, Indonesia. Let me tell you some things that I believe are radioactive in the spirit. I know people with Buddhas in their home. I had that happen in my own family and it brought cancer and premature death. I told the person, you've got other gods in your house. Their response was, oh well, they're just beautiful Asian sculptures. I said, you know what that is? It's a demon god. You need to get it, throw it out of your house, destroy it, because it's going to bring a curse on you in your home. Then the death angel literally entered the house and took him out before his time. He failed to get it out. It took him out. Why are people dying before their time? Because of ignorance of the word of God and rebellion to it. Seven years ago, we arrived in Bali, and I wasn't prepared for the environment here. I went down to a surf shop and Cuba Beach and decided to buy t-shirts. I grabbed some that looked like they would fit. I like the color. I took them home to my motel room that night. I went to bed and was awoken with a scream from my wife next to me in bed. She began to speak in tongues and do spiritual warfare and it woke me up and I said, what is going on? She said, there's a demon over there on that chair where you threw your t-shirt you bought tonight. She began to rebuke it, and I did too. Then I went over to see what had happened. I looked at the pocket of this t-shirt, and there was some ordinate illustration. It was a jungle scene, and I checked it out. I saw a frog in there, and then, uh-huh, I saw this demon face, and I looked it up. It was like a popped-eye demon with tusks. It turned out to be Rangda, a queen of the demons in the Balinese culture. Innocent. T-shirt, what was on it, brought demonic curses. 
We need to be careful. We need to be aware. To know the truth, it'll set you free. A lack of knowledge, people perish. People go all over the world. We've all bought things, and maybe foolishly, that brought harm to us, and all of a sudden we got problems and we didn't know where they came from. Are we together? I think it's wise. The wise will gather wisdom, and we will not continue to make a lot of mistakes that bring harm to us. It was just an illustration on a sleeve pocket, but it was enough to bring a demonic spirit in there, and that demon could say, hey, that's my property. It's in your room, so give me legal right to come in there. I had to repent for ignorance and not carefully examine what I bought, which probably applies to most Christians that go to countries like Jamaica and Hawaii and other places. I had to destroy it. And when I did, I repented. I broke the curse, commanding demons to get out in Jesus' name. You know, I go all through, I've, I've gone through, as, as all of you have gone, Walmart and other places, and you see these people wearing these horrible, skeleton, ugly faces of basically demons and stuff, and these people don't know what they're doing. But if you examine their life, it's, I bet it's a total mess. We had a demonic attack from a symbol on a t-shirt. That same symbol and others as bad are being imprinted on people's skin. I was warned when I came here, do not buy anything made by the local uh, people because it's probably all been prayed for and dedicated to the demons and probably brings a curse. The more I've looked into the stuff that people are buying here or they buy in places like Hawaii, the little gods, and they take it into their home and wonder why all hell now is broken home, broken loose in their home. Or possibly things that were purchased in some of these other countries we visited on past mission trips like Haiti. You may have gotten a little beggar statue and it brings poverty into your house. These things are charged with occult power. They have demons attached to them. This has not been proven in the native, or I should say this has been proven. This has been proven in the Native American culture where people go and collect arrowheads and they think it's a pretty cool. I did this too until I found out that when the Native Americans were making these implements, like the bow and arrows to go to war, they would run them through the smoke and put them through rituals to charge them with demonic power so they would fly swift and straight hitting their target. These curses have never been broken. So when you bring these objects into your house, you bring curses. The way the late Wynne Worley of Hedgewish Baptist Church Deliverance Ministry told many stories where people came in with illnesses and God showed him through the Holy Spirit they had occult objects in their homes. I know I've gone through many homes in the past and uh, cleaned it out uh, and prayed over it. One particular family had this big collection of arrowheads they were filled with curses. They were reluctant at first to get rid of them. When they finally did and repented for the ignorance and bringing the stuff into their home, they broke the curse in Jesus' name and they were healed of their infirmities. That would not go away any other way because it was tied to a cursed object. You can see testimonies of both Bishop Tobias. You know, I've read his article. I've read clips of the program I did with Shannon Davis, how sinful and dangerous tattoos are. In these other countries, see, they know it. 
America, I have said it so for so long, the people in America are so ignorant, naive, flat out stupid. I hope I didn't offend you on television. But we are. Our history came Judeo-Christian values, but now we've turned into a pagan nation and we're, we're just thinking, oh, it's just the culture. It's not the culture, but it is a demonic culture because we haven't turned it into a culture for Jesus Christ. We have not done our job of making disciples. We've been influenced instead and they've made disciples out of so many church people. Jesus. And the church is polluted. I did a program on polluted altars. My wife wrote on broken foundations. The church has a broken foundation. Our altars are polluted. If we don't cleanse it and once again make it righteous, how do you expect to see miracles? I've heard of churches even advertising, come to the service today and get your free tattoo. That pastor has got to be so ignorant, so naive, so unqualified, so stupid, you should never attend his church. They cannot only... Different blood diseases bring upon you, but also open the doors for the demonic that they used on the bodies of the heathens who worship other deities. The Bible is clear. God is not happy with Christians marking their bodies, which are supposed to be the temple of the Holy Spirit. Once again, this is not meant for any condemnation. If, you don't, if you've done it out of ignorance, just don't continue. You're just like any other type of sin fornication or anything else. You become a Christian, you quit fornicating. Yes. Everybody has sinned and come short of the glory of God. But if we continue to sin, if I haven't given you enough evidence, enough testimonies, and we could go on and on and on. All over the world they know the problem, but we don't seem to know it. We couldn't recognize a demon in a person if it sat next to us. Because we're not, again, in tune enough with the teachings of the Word of God that... that Disciples of Christ were supposed to. That means Christians. Heal the sick, cast out demons. Yes. We're supposed to be able to do that. Yes. What's wrong if your pastor doesn't challenge you in those areas? If he doesn't challenge you to be baptized in the Holy Spirit? If he doesn't tell you the importance of sin, what it does to you? We are supposed to be making disciples. The church should never have been this ignorant. Growing up, I wasn't ignorant because I had a good pastor, my father. My body is still as uh, clean as when it came out of the, my mother. I wasn't this big, but, uh, but I was clean. Only because I had good upbringing and I was wise enough to listen to them. Again, Jesus is our father and mother, but if we don't listen to him, it doesn't help. You can have the best parents, but if you don't listen, it doesn't help. Everything that the Bible teaches, it's to set us free. It's not to condemn us, it's to set us free. You know what condemns you? The wages of sin, and that destroys you. The other sets you free, and it's a great life. It's a fun life. Go to my website, worldministries.org, worldministries.org, worldministries.org. My phone number, 360-629-5248. 360-629-5248. Give us your best love offering to keep us on this station. Sign up for our free articles. God bless you.